I forgot that part. Thanks <laughs> too. Well, good morning, everyone. Hello and welcome. And thank you for joining us today. I'm Tamara Rossander. I'm a licensed practitioner and ministerial student with the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. We're an inclusive learning center of practical spirituality based in White Rock and South Surrey, an area of British Columbia, Canada. We practice and teach tools for transformation, authentic self-expression and conscious living. Wherever you are on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling, there's a place here for you. As we begin our gathering today, I respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish First Nations, including Semiamu, Katsi, Zawatsan, Stolo, Wasenek, and Kwantlen. So let us anchor our time together in truth and love. And I invite you to turn within. Let's take a moment to start with a prayer. So as we take this time together, knowing that there is one life, one love, one divine truth that operates in, through, and as all. It is the beauty, it is the joy, it is the abundance of the universe. Knowing that I am one with this one divine spark, this creative force, as each one of you are one with this one. So today I know this day unfolds in perfection with the help of all our volunteers, with everyone here that is enriched and brings to this global consciousness. So today I claim this joy, this gratitude, this love that is here right now. So I know our technology unfolds perfectly and timely. And I encourage each one of you to take this into your heart and know that there is perfection within. So I express my gratitude for this day, for this teaching, for this community. And I release my words, the law of mind, knowing that right action is happening right here, right now. And I ask you to join me in saying, and so it is. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. So special to have you here with us today. So next, I'd like to introduce our speaker today, Vanessa Knutz. She is an RSCP, is an everyday mystic. She's also a licensed science of mind practitioner and ministerial student. Vanessa is a passionate teacher, speaker, and writer who uses her voice to serve, inspire, and empower others. She is committed to teaching practical applied spirituality and believes that by embodying and incorporating spiritual principles and practices, we can all be more empowered to live a joy-filled, peaceful, and prosperous lives. Please join me in welcoming Vanessa Knutz. Thank you for that nice welcome. So nice to be here, Raj. I was singing along with your song, There's No Place I'd Rather Be Than Right Here With You. 
Um, so I'm so grateful that Cassandra invited me, your minister, Cassandra Ray. Uh, she's a friend of mine from ministerial school. And oh my goodness, I just learned during that time um, just how amazing she is, how powerful she is. She's this calm, uh, quiet power. Uh, she doesn't just speak just because she's very grounded when she speaks and she speaks with such power. Um, and so I really grew to respect her and I'm so glad uh, that I get to be a part of her community. I could see her, her signature, her footprint uh, in this space already. So thank you uh, for letting me be here. And I wanna give a thanks to all my friends who are here to support me as well. Um, Today, I get the great pleasure of talking about my favorite subject, and it is making magic. Um, but the truth of the matter is, you know, that's a great intention for life, but we really don't make magic, right? We don't actually make magic because the magic is already within us. It's always present and available, and it's just waiting to be experienced. And it's in the science of my philosophy, our faith here, our way of life, that we teach that life does not create randomly. We are each through our understanding of our divine nature and to the degree that we cooperate with it, using the law of mind to create our lives. Ernest Holmes says, in our use of the law of mind, we do not have to force it, cause it to work, beg it or conjole it. It exists and acts upon every thought we think and we can never avoid using it. So you see, it's through our right use of the law of mind that we get to create a life that we truly love. And in so doing, we do create a life that is magical, joyful, and enchanting. So let's talk about this concept of making magic. In my opinion, there really is like a recipe for making magic, um, but I can't speak for everyone. Um, so it's not like a magic formula, but there are some pretty powerful ingredients that when we combine them together, I believe uh, that we can create magic. So I'd like to share my personal recipe with you for how I make magic in my own life. So let's see here. All right, so the first and most essential ingredient for creating magic in our lives is spiritual principles. To create magic in our lives, we must first know who God is and what our relationship is to this infinite intelligence. Before I found science of mind, I was already positive and driven and I was using the law of mind before I knew that it was a thing. However, I was constantly climbing uphill, swimming upstream, exhausting myself, trying to will my way through life. Being so focused and ambitious, that was my way of fighting through the challenges that I experienced growing up. It was just a response to my, my condition and to my past. And before I found these teachings, I did not know about my true spiritual nature. But once I discovered through these teachings who I really am, I was able to lighten my load by changing my thinking and partnering with spirit. I call this infinite intelligence, I call spirit my chief, my CSO, my chief spiritual officer. So I'm in business with God <laughs> here co-creating my reality and it is the most fun to do so with spirit. I always say spirit likes to show up and show off on my behalf and it does feel magical when that happens. 
And the way I gain knowledge and the way that we gain knowledge about our relationship to this divine essence, this essence that is within us is through attending services like these, right? Gaining knowledge of spiritual principles through classes, uh, services, through our own sacred study. Anything that can build our foundation, as I said, spiritual principles are the main ingredient for creating magic in our lives. And as we learn more about our divine nature, as we ground ourselves in spiritual truth, we are able to tap in and tune into that knowing, right? To embody that knowing, to create a life that we love. I mean, just think about the principles that we teach here. The God that is everywhere present is present within me, expressing itself uniquely and completely and intentionally as me. That is a powerful thing to know. And it is not the principle itself that creates the magic. It's actually our consciousness of spiritual principles. Is, that's where the magic lies. That's where the source lies, right? I was thinking when I was writing my talk about Christmas and about how at nighttime a house could be really dark, right? But we, and we may not know as we drive by that they have Christmas lights, but it's when they plug into that power source, poof, it looks like magic all of a sudden is available, right? The source was always there. Other principles that we teach that, I, that teach us about our divine nature is that heaven is within us. Heaven is a state of mind, is a state of consciousness. And we get to experience more of this consciousness, more of heaven to the degree that we become aware of it. It is in this understanding that we create greater, greater magic, joy, awe, and enchantment in our lives. And I looked through the science of, of mind text and I could not find the word magic anywhere. And that is because our founder, Ernest Holmes, didn't believe in magic per se because he was deeply convicted in knowing that this power source that is within each one of us is always present, always available for us to tune in, tap in and align with it to create a life we love. So again, we must have a supply on hand of spiritual knowledge through our spiritual principles in order to make magic. Now, the second ingredient for the recipe for making magic in our lives is our spiritual practices. It's by engaging in spiritual practices that we court the presence of spirit in our daily lives and make it more welcome. That's what we're doing. We're not making magic. We're making the experience, the direct experience of magic more welcome in our lives. In the book, The Magic of the Soul, Applying Spiritual Power to Daily Living, Patrick Ervila states, recognize that spiritual force, the magic of each individual soul is present and active in every experience. Through daily practice, people can dramatically change how they respond to life's challenges and infuse the direction of their lives with greater peace, fulfillment, and meaning. And so I'm sure you all have your spiritual practices that you engage in 
Some of mine that I turn to um, consistently is meditation, affirmative prayer or science of mind treatment, self-reflection, having a gratitude practice, right? We have to celebrate this energy and connecting with nature. And my friends know that I often refer to meditation as my medication. And if they see me uh, moving around in lack consciousness or victim consciousness, they get have my permission to ask me if I am off my medication, meaning my meditation. Have I been meditating? Uh, because when I'm meditating consistently, doing my spiritual practices consistently, life really does feel magical. And when I'm not, if I fall off for whatever reason, it's like it really is like medication because it, it, uh, I'm built up with uh, it in my system. Right. And so it goes with me everywhere that I am. But then the effect of it starts to taper off if I stay off of my meditation too long. Right. And life becomes a little more challenging, a little less magical. Um, And so I don't like that at all. (laughs) So it's through the application of our spiritual knowledge that leads to wisdom and our spiritual practices. They enliven our spiritual knowing. It's what makes the experience of magical living more welcome. So one example of how I combine uh, spiritual knowing, the spiritual principles with my spiritual practices uh, just happened recently uh, and also with self-reflection and prayer. So as I was telling um, some of the group members here um, while we were waiting for people to log on that I felt really disconnected from community because my practitioner's license was hung with, uh, with home office, our home. We have over 400 centers throughout the world in, uh, for the centers of spiritual living. And mine was with our home organization because I taught on our online education team worldwide. So that means I was not in direct contact every Sunday with my own spiritual community. And I realized recently just how much I miss my people. <laughs> I miss my family, right? Um, And so in that realization, I meditated on it and I prayed and I miss teaching. I'm used to teaching and I hadn't been teaching classes either. And so I prayed, one, that was self-reflection, right? I meditated on it. I spoke my word through affirmative prayer about what I wanted. I wanted to feel connected again. I wanted an opportunity to teach again. And that was right before bed. And I am not kidding, the very next day, a minister friend of mine called and offered me a spiritual leadership position at his center, just like that. And so now I get to teach classes again. I get to be connected to a local community again. That is the power that we have within us. Ernest Holmes says, the power of God is mine to use. That's how he started out all of his radio addresses back in the day. The power of God is mine to use. And so, yes, we have the power to manifest by speaking our word, affirming our word, right? Grounding our knowledge uh, by applying it and embodying it. And it doesn't always happen that quickly, but oftentimes it really, really does. But another example of something that took a while to manifest is me being here with all of you. For I did pray and set an intention 
to be able to speak and use my voice to serve, to inspire and to empower people. And I wanted to do it on an international basis. So you are my first <laughs> international community. And look how magical life is. I didn't have to commute very far. I just went from my bedroom to my office <laughs> right here where I live. But yet I get to be with all of you. So that's an example of a manifestation that, you know, took a while. This took a while, right, to be able to have this opportunity. Um, but I, I planted the seed in the soil long ago for an experience such as this. All right, so the last uh, few ingredients to add in our recipe for creating magic in our lives is celebration and lots and lots and lots and lots of self-care and sharing all the magic that we make, right? So you are, I encourage you to celebrate as often as you can, right? Dance, sing, uplift your vibration in any way you can. One way is by finding magic in the ordinary. They say life is what happens in the mundane, right? And so think of all the ways that you're blessed, all the ways that we are blessed. For example, this seemingly magical technology, like how is I can log onto this computer and see your faces, it still amazes me that I can hear your voice, be in your homes, uh, be in community with each one of you. That is magical to me. Uh, we can observe the way that nature interacts with each other. It's absolutely remarkable. Watching a sunrise, a flower bloom, and lately I've been learning more about the cycles of the moon and how it waxes and wanes, like clockwork. That's magical to me. And so I invite you to ask yourself, what do you consider to be magical in your life? And I don't wanna paint the picture that life is always rosy and perfect and without its challenges, right? I mean, we've all experienced 2020. Um, so much, <laughs> so much going on. Uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, I had just come back from Peru, but within a couple of weeks of returning, I started having a pain in my side and it was a daily pain. It did not go away for months. It got progressively worse. And it wasn't until they finally figured out, well, my acupuncturist figured out <laughs> uh, what was going on. And I ended up having surgery and it resolved everything. And then uh, at the beginning of this month, I got COVID myself. Luckily, it was a mild case of COVID. Um, I was really blessed, but this has been a really, really rough year. It's one thing to shelter in place. That already was kind of hard. At first I liked it, then it became a little challenging, but sheltering in place even more in my bedroom gave me a lot of time alone. And it was challenging. I'm certain I could tell by uh, some of the dialogue here prior that I know Cassandra talks about um, being in the dark, dealing with your shadow work, right? Things that come up for healing that present themselves for healing. Oh, this spiritual growth is constant. <laughs> you can never just set it and forget it, right? It is a, a constant practice, right? To uh, 
embody what we know, to practice what we know, to do our spiritual practices, but uh, to pretend that we can just like snap our fingers, that's not what we do as metaphysicians, right? We ground ourselves in our knowing, we do our spiritual practices, and we reveal greater truth as we release bit by bit, as we I call it like a spiraling upward of that which no longer serves us. And so here comes the self-care part, right? This is that ingredient that you can just heap on and you could never ruin the recipe. All the different ways to practice self-care, you can never drown out the tastiness of this recipe of magic that spirit has in store for us, right? And some of that self-care that I got present to was my self-talk. Oh, sometimes we could be so brutal to ourselves, right? In the self-critique, am I good enough? Am I ready? Oh, if I know what I know, why am I having this experience? See, in Science of Mind, we don't teach about you're a sinner, you're a sinner. We teach that we are God made manifest. But sometimes we can feel that same energy when we're not manifesting in our lives um, ease and grace and all things good. But we also teach that the light and the dark are but one. So I've learned to embrace over the years the shadow work, because even in the midst of hard, what I've come to know and have faith in is that means that there is growth on the other side of that. There's always, for me anyway, been an experience of the breakdown before the breakthrough. So I just encourage you all, if you can relate to anything that I'm sharing with you about when the times get hard as well, um, to just practice that self-care, being kind to ourselves. And it's in being kind to ourselves and recognizing our divine nature that we treat others as the divine beings that they are. And we share our light with those in our, I think in terms of concentric circles, those in our inner circle, right? But it's like, I am the path to peace. It begins within me by dealing with myself, right? By practicing and growing myself, I'm able to be greater light in the world, in my family, in my workplace, in my community, right? And in the world at large. So remember, just heap on that self-care. You can never get enough of that. And so I just invite you to slow down if you haven't already in life. Do what you can to celebrate all that there is to be grateful for in your life. Find magic in the ordinary and share your light with others as much as possible. We can make more magic in our lives and in the world by knowing about our divine nature and developing our Christ consciousness through spiritual principles and learning. We can align with it through our spiritual practices and we can express more of it through embodiment, celebration, caring for ourselves and sharing our light with others. And so to ground this message today, I invite you to affirm it with me by repeating after me while you are still on mute. Ready? The magic of spirit within me is always present and available. 
I know it, I align with it, and I am grateful for it. Yes, and so it is. This is my recipe for making magic. I hope you enjoy it and I hope you find it delicious and uplifting. Thank you.